Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back, everybody, to Private Education, the Smart Sex and Relationships podcast. It's me, Ashling, and it's me, Andrea. <laughs> we are on Zoom because we li- we live how far away from each other? Forty minutes. So drive, forty minutes. A forty minutes and drive. Who has the time? Well, a who has the time? B, I have sinus infections, so you I don't want to share down. that. Mm-hmm. You've been struck down in the prime of Lyme. I'm a Lyme. So uh, I just thought it for infection control purposes, Zoom is safer. It's the only only way. And can we just, uh, just at the top, I want to give a shout out to our friend Rob, who <laughs> absolutely lost the primer Lyme reference that we didn't, had. Didn't get the prime of Lyme no. reference because he's obviously not a friend, Stan, which means he's unwelcome on this podcast. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> as a as 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 a like a, a weekly listener, that's going to go down like a ton of lead. Harsh but fair, I say. Okay, uh, no, it's not. A, it is not a prerequisite for listening to this podcast that you are friends, uh, Stan. That's a very age specific thing, and I feel. I feel but like also, it's not as if he wasn't positive about it because he was like, "This is my new favorite thing." So it's just like, okay, put it this way. Yeah, he's discovering friends for the first time potentially. So let's welcome him. As opposed okay, to okay, fine. Single. I know where you're like, don't cancel Rob out of our lives. <laughs> he deserves it, please. <laughs> um, okay, listen. Mm. Here we are, mm-hmm. uh, and we're here, Does and we are going to talk about. So, I got an interesting email uh, recently, as as many of our episodes start. Start. <laughs> hmm. And it was about cushioning. Now dun, you dun, think dun. You, you think of cushions, and you think of sex, and you think, oh, maybe this is an interesting new way to elevate your pelvis for fantastic depth but no oh <laughs> Andrea was like hopefully Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> no um you're gonna have to deal with your depth problems alone um, wow. <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> your poor boyfriend is he listening to the podcast Let's no my poor sinuses that's what I'm thinking about continue anyway <laughs> uh all right so we're going to talk about cushioning briefly and then based on cushioning and based mm. on what kind of, we'll, we'll explain what it means. Don't worry, we'll get there. And um, But based on that, we're going to go into bad breakups and how to do a good breakup. And Andrea has sto- has some stories. <laughs> as per usual. As per, as usual. per usual. Like I have some, I have some breakup stories too, but like, mm-hmm. I'll just have to drag them out of the depths of my repressed memories because Lord knows I try and forget them. Yeah. Oh, like I don't want to remember them, but I don't really have a choice. Everything is content. Everything is content. <laughs> so cushioning, right? Let's talk about it. What is cushioning? So essentially, and I, like I, I said to Andrea, um, 
off record that I've been talking about cushioning for years, but I've never put a name on it. I used to call it overlapping. Um, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, but cushioning is, is actually a better term. So basically what it says is, at the like when you are, uh, I guess, okay, I'll, I'll read what it says on the internet because they define it much better than me. Cushioning is when someone is entertaining other potential romantic options while they're in a committed relationship. So uh, essentially yeah. what they're doing is they know that the relationship they're in isn't isn't right for whatever mm. reason, isn't it, like it, whatever reason they want, might want to get out of it or break up or whatever. Mm. Um, instead of being like, okay, I'm going to do the right thing and the mature thing and break up with this person and mm. then have a fresh start and date and do whatever. What they do is they go, okay, I can't break up with this person. I am scared of that, or I am scared of being alone, or I'm scared of actually having an adult conversation or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. And they decide that instead of facing the breakup and facing time alone and facing the hurt and the, you know, whatever that can come mm-hmm. with breakups, they decide to set up a new relationship while still in their current relationship as a cushion you see a lot of these dating terms usually refer to the like you know offendee victim sorry but in this offendee sorry offender offendee Um, (laughs) all right I'm sick (laughs) (laughs) that's no excuse I am using it (laughs) as long as we've been friends and you're throwing things like offendee at me what the fuck sorry um so it's usually I just find this interesting because it's usually the victim that you know like it is the term but in this you're cushioning your own blow you're the you, you're yes. the cushioner yes you're the cushioner and they're the you you find a cushion yeah you know that's it like so so basically it and I, I I mean I know of people I know so many people in fact who have done this mm. who have been in a relationship like friends of mine maybe not close friends, but friends over the years, especially when I I was in my like earlier twenties and they would be, you know, moderately happy with someone, but not in it for the long haul and, Mm -hmm. you know, plodding along and they might have problems and they might like want to break up, but they, they're just kind of like, no, they like their little, you know, they, they, they consider themselves serial monogamists, but what they actually are is like serial feeling avoiders. Do you know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. They just don't want confrontation. They don't want confrontation. They don't want. And I think as well, there's an element of like, um, if you don't, if you get with someone new while you're still in your relationship, A, your ego doesn't suffer, you know, because you've got one person falling all over you and then you've got to, like, you're straight in to a new person falling all over you. Yeah. And if you're doing the breaking up, that would indicate that they the, the person that you're currently with might still be really into you and might still want that to go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have to worry about, you know, like having two people loving you at once is actually pretty nice. And that might feel good. And, you know, yeah. Um, you don't have to worry about someone not being mad about you for a while, which I think is, is a motivational factor for some people. Yeah, I don't know. I think though, would that not be very stressful? 
well having two people mad about it at the same time yeah and trying to maintain that like because obviously there's going to be a period as you said like overlapping there's going to be a period of like when you're leading somebody on Mm. so to speak because you're not single and you're phasing somebody out because Mm -hmm. you are in a relationship you're not gonna like that's an uncomfortable section to be in I don't have the energy for that sort of shit but like I'm 34 and I have a toddler this this is younger days I mean I feel like people in their 20s might be well up for this sort of shit yeah and I I think it's kind of like it's similar to how people approach um online dating you know to to dating Mm. apps because I know when I was using them you'd never just start to strike up one conversation now and it's not the same thing but you'd never just strike up one conversation because what if that doesn't go anywhere so you kind of keep a few pots on the boil so to speak and then once one starts you know whistling Mm -hmm. you can be like all right stop it (laughs) <laughs> stop it with my sorry. metaphors sorry sorry I can't help it I know it's ridiculous I'm sorry you can piece out of most of them and then focus on that one yeah. so I think although you're not in a relationship when you're dating I can understand I can kind of understand the motivation for it because you don't want to be left with no options mm. however when you're in a committed relationship that is the option <laughs> yeah you know that and, is and your I option think, like there's probably people listening being like eh that's just called cheating and I see what you're saying but it might not cross the cheating boundary it might just be a very like it might just be knowledge of a very interested party so someone I know in the past was in a committed relationship for like 10 years but it was going fairly bad like you know mm. they, they weren't getting on they were living together but kind of hating their lives it just was going flopping out yeah yeah, like it wasn't going great and they were having all sorts of problems and it was coming up again and again and again the same sort of shit and this girl was like okay I really fancy this guy from work and what she essentially did was inquired about his interest level which I mean is not cheating Obviously, her partner would not have been happy about that. But Mm. in terms of like a physical, anything physical, no. Even emotional cheating, I don't think so. I mean, I think the most it could be called was excessive flirting. And I mean, I've done that. Not recently, but I've excessively flirted with someone when in a relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think what she did was she, she let on that there may be a time in the near future when she might be single and the person at work was like well on for this or whatever I don't I don't know the details but essentially she secured the bag before she moved on to mm-hmm. um or before she yeah before she moved on and, and became single and she literally was single for 15 minutes <laughs> and then was immediately with this new person and I think, do you know what I think is the 15 minutes thing I think is important. I think that is also important for the person you're cushion because you know the way when people are like, if they cheated with you, they'll cheat on you, you know, that mm. kind of way. And they say that, whereas if nothing actually happened mm. and if it's just like, you know, a handover period, so to speak, mm. like, you know, a, a cooling off period, if yeah. it were, yeah. that you kind of, you kind of avoid the nitty-gritty details of well when did this start and who asked who and all that kind of stuff it was like yeah. no there was no overlap but yeah. there is an overlap and I well, think I that like, is even I like, on, a, on a technicality like like genuinely I think there was like a day where this person was like 
not sleeping with one or the other do you know what I mean like it was technicality Jesus yeah no I completely technicality like I mean I would probably still consider that cheating I do I was just about to say I do because one Mm. of my relationships ended in a way that is not too dissimilar to this tell me Um, so (laughs) here I go again mining your life for here we are (laughs) um but yeah so I was seeing someone and fairly seriously and then you know who this is and then um I started see you and I both have a very high level of awareness and intuition now sometimes yes I mean I know you You I know you do but ah you know when stuff isn't right you smell yeah. a rat I think yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. synesthesia but you yeah. smell a rat you smell a rat off but anyway so do I I have a heightened sense I don't have synesthesia but I do have a heightened sense of I have a good bullshit detector and I had a feeling something was going on and at the time I remember saying the phrase hang on one second can you just tell me who this is and then I'll bleep it out after because I'm actually yeah who was it oh yeah 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 go on <laughs> You better pick that out because uh, otherwise we'd be sued. <laughs> That'd be awful. Um, and I remember distinctly saying the phrase, mm-hmm. "Are you seeing Jenny in the gym?" As just as a throwaway phrase, there was no Jenny in the gym, but I had a feeling that something was brewing. No, 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 not at all. You're absolutely mad. Just love going to the gym. Blah blah blah. And then, lo and behold, moments after we broke up, bang, new relationship started at work, and said person was in like all of the work whatsapps all the nights out all that stuff so they were very aware of each other and they I think possibly what you've just described of if if I was single I would and do you know that kind of way yeah. and I think that's what happened in the well I know that's what that is what happened and mm. um, but yeah so I kind of do feel on the person that's on the receiving end of that it's not nice because you can say nothing happened and we weren't texting and but you had an intention your mm. intent you knew what you were doing when you were doing it and I think yeah. that's that's mm. what's unsavory about it from my point yeah. of view and I mean him him being like if I was single like this is what we'd be doing and if I was single you know mm. I'd be black like that's horrific and I would I would murder my partner mm. if I thought that they were doing that Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a similar ish situation with an ex in that uh during our relationship I had a real real strong suspicion about this particular girl from work now at the time he had to travel um to this girl so oh the, yes com- the company was across conscience and he had to travel um every so often mm-hmm. and one time or a couple of times actually he traveled to this particular place and there was a girl that he was close to in work and was on his team or whatever Mm. and he well I remember distinctly texting him and being like hey what did you do today and he was like oh me and I'm going to give her a fake name Joanna me and Joanna went um went down to the, the pier and we went for sushi and then we went for a walk. And I was like, okay, so you kind of went on a date with Joanna. Yeah. And he was like, no, don't be ridiculous. Like, she's my colleague. We just did, you know, and I'm, and I'm in a foreign country. So she just was showing me the, the, the sites of the city. And I was like, mm, yeah. I'm sure she was. Yeah. And I was like, well, she's showing you her vagina. 
because yeah. that's what it kind of comes across as now I didn't say that because I was trying to pretend I wasn't unhinged, super breezy or, cool yeah <laughs> yeah um I was yeah trying to pretend just you know I'm I'm breezy it's fine this is fine um so I I texted him and I said like kind of sounds like you went on a date with her and he was like no no no, don't be ridiculous mm. absolutely no way like there's nothing happening and I was like okay Grant and of course I trusted him because I'm a very trusting person and then do 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 down the road a few months yeah and we broke up mm. mutually like we both were like this isn't really driving at the minute mm-hmm. let's break up mm-hmm. so we broke up and he went on another trip to the same city to Joanna and what did he do yes he yeah, bowled he did. Her. yeah he did he bowled her so and and then it was all legitimate so it was fine and I I knew about it and I you know whatever well you can't say then because no single. I can't say then I can't be like we were broken up so I couldn't be like you bastard mm-hmm. I knew you were gonna you know mm-hmm. stick it in her but he did and and no no it didn't go anywhere it, it, it's not like they got into a relationship it wasn't like that but mm. I was very suspicious that he was boning and I to be honest I think they did like we had both kind of checked out that relationship at that stage so I feel yeah. like maybe he did mm. her, and then said no and then we broke up and then he just went and slept her and you know it's hard to know we're never gonna know but what we do know is it was too close to home while you were still in a relationship the same with me it was too close to home and if you listener are cushioning at the moment maybe just think about it take a take a take a moment and think about it and think about is it is this a good idea is this really what I want yeah. should I maybe be seeing what's going on in my relationship you know what I mean just take a second and or, proceed, proceed with caution or take a second and if your relationship has gone to shit mm. break up with the person that's what I mean do the kind thing be the kind person you and know? let's let's think about the, the right way to do this what is yeah. the right way? Shall we? I think, do you know what might be a good idea? To what? list the wrong ways. And then whatever's left <laughs> is the only way to do it. I think, no, do you know what, Andrea? On. I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. And I know you've been through a lot of the wrong ways. But on this podcast, I like to lead with the positive. Then you lead them. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. So you may lead. <laughs> no, I, I know what you're saying. But I'm going to go in with the here's what to do yeah. instead of here's what not to do. And the not to do is implied, I would imagine. Okay. Um, so I think the first thing that you should do is that, um, and we, Andrea and I have had many discussions about, uh, not in the context of breakups, but in the context of just people in general. You cannot control someone else's reaction. You oh, can only no. control your own. Mm-hmm. So bear that in mind you're not going to be able to control you you might want to have a good breakup you might go in here with the maturity and the thoughtfulness and the empathy and the you know all those good things happening Mm -hmm. in your head you cannot control how that this person how the person you're breaking up with is going to react to you pulling the plug on them so and even if you know even if you think, oh, they probably know this is coming, or even if you think, oh, they wanted to, or whatever, you do not know how this is going to go from their perspective, and you can't control that. So 
even if you've thought ahead and thought about what you're going to say, whatever, you kind of have to be open-minded. You kind of have to just let, you know, let what, what will be, be. Yes. Hey, yeah. Sarah, Sarah, or something, you know? Yeah, that's it. Something. Is that in Latin or what? That might be Italian, but all right. <laughs> anyway. Um, another thing I would say is like always know that breaking up with someone is is allowed. You're allowed to do that. Absolutely. You know, we're under no obligation to stay in a relationship that's not working. No. And even if the other person feels like it is working, it's not working if it's not working for you because you're half the relationship. So don't be afraid. Yeah. And, and, you know, even if the person comes back and is like, I'll change, I'll, you know, oh, you can't do this to me. Um, my heart is broken or I'm, yeah. I'm, or they, they use kind of manipulation techniques to get you to stick around, which look happens to so many people. Yeah. And, and I hate to say it, but like so many people use their mental health as a guilt trip for someone to stick around. That is not fair, you know, like you're responsible what when you say their mental health as in do they say I don't know what I'm going to do without you implying yeah implying that they're, yeah, oh, yeah okay yeah. I understand what you mean now yeah and I mean look that might be the case but you, that's still not your responsibility it's still not your responsibility and if you want to break up with someone once you do it with kindness and empathy and in a in a mature adult face-to-face way yep their mental well-being can't be your responsibility and in fact if someone is manipulating it in that way mm-hmm. that's not fair on you either you know what I mean no nope. and um, that's not to say you know don't care about someone obviously you're going to care about them you've been in a relationship with them yeah not, that's not to say that you're not going to say okay I'll get on to your friend and ask them to pop around and see it or you know exactly. you're not going to just peace out and Call shut the door in their face yeah but at the same time, you, you don't, if you want to break up with someone and they're giving you that, you know, manipulation or that, those excuses or those, you know, statements about their, you know, well, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'll do without you, or I'm going to have a panic attack if you leave me, or I'm going to, whatever, mm-hmm. that can't be your responsibility. No. So bear that in mind. Um, would you say face to face breakups only? Listen, where possible, where possible, face-to-face breakups. Mm-hmm. But can I can I add a little caveat there? What? Don't do it in, in a very crowded place. Don't oh, do Jesus, it. Oh, Jesus, no. No, no. Do you know what? Do you know what's a, and I know we're not meant to be leading with the negative, but do not bring them to a restaurant. No. <laughs> and break up between the starter and the main course. Don't do that. And Andrea, can I just ask, <laughs> when you say don't break up with her between the starter and the main course, do yeah. you have lived experience of this? 100%. Absolutely. And you let know, me tell you, there's nothing that'll put you off a crispy duck quicker than me told. This isn't going to work out. See you later. <laughs> and you know what, right? It's great that we're able to laugh about this now, a solid decade on. Oh. But Jesus Christ, this would not have been a funny, funny, happy, happy time a few years ago. D- dark, dark, grim, grim. Dark, dark, grim, grim. Dark, dark, <laughs> grim, grim, crispy duck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, no, but really, think, like, I understand, part of me understands not wanting to do it you know like not wanting to do it in a situation maybe being one-on-one 
in one specific place, whatever that specific place is, won't work for you. So if it's in one or the other's house or something like that, but like really think about who else is going to be there. And as the first point is, you don't know how the other person is going to react. So kind of have that in mind if you're about to break up with somebody where you're going to do it. That should be a factor. I, I still can't believe that he broke up with you in the middle of a busy restaurant in the middle of your dinner Mm. like didn't even wait till the end so you could just leg it like mid horses that's that's insane like that's so bizarre yeah it was it was it was it was quite the time I would say right okay so you're the way you're saying like not to do it in public absolutely don't do it in public there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like, or if you're going to do it in the public, make sure it's not in somewhere where there's lots of people around. Like if you want to yeah. go to a quiet corner of, you know, St. Anne's Park, that's kind of exactly. a, yes. a, little, a little bit sexual assaulty. But you know what I mean? Like if you want, yeah. to, if you want to just find a, a quiet area, maybe fine. But I think if you are the one who's doing the breaking up, something that might be considerate of the other person's uh, feelings, reaction, mental state, whatever, mm-hmm. is to do it in a place that they are comfortable. Whether yeah. that is their own home or whether it's their dorm or whether it's their apartment or whether it's their best friend's place that they're minded for the weekend or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're breaking up with someone, think about their aftermath as opposed to yours because what will what what that will allow then is you break up with them and you're having the discussion or whatever way it's going it could you know obviously it could go really well and you could be having the chats about it or it could completely you know be ignited and go crazy but in that instance they can ask you to leave yeah you know yeah so their reaction, like if it's in your house and you're doing the breaking up, obviously they can leave, but like they're leaving and going out into the world, freshly broken up with, you know, to like mm-hmm. cry on the bus or or whatever, or drive when they're really upset, which is, mm-hmm. you know, danger. We don't want that. Too bad. So if you're going to do a break, if you're breaking up with someone, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe consider doing it in their environment so that when they are heartbroken or annoyed or upset or whatever Mm -hmm. they are in a place that they feel comfortable 100% that is ideal I think that like and again public places I just don't think no not when there's people around don't do it no um but having said that can we just add in a little addendum here 
everyone has to feel safe in this situation. So if you are breaking up with someone who you think might be volatile, mm-hmm. or if you think your safety might be compromised in their environment, mm-hmm. maybe do consider somewhere more public or consider, I don't know, maybe like, what would I do if, if I, I'm trying to think if I was breaking up with someone who was liable to maybe be aggressive or violent? Well, what would I want to do there? Well, that's why we say breaking up in person is the best way. But if you don't think you can have a safe breakup in person for whatever reason, for whatever reason, it could be you, it could be them, whatever, then doing it either over the phone or doing it in another way might be a better idea. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're you're completely right. Personal safety is paramount. Mm-hmm every time so yeah not getting yourself in a position where you're feeling threatened or you're feeling like your your safety is compromised is also important if I was doing that and I I feared maybe maybe not like okay maybe not violence or you know aggression but if I feared that things might not go well Mm -hmm. I might have a friend on standby you know who was either outside in a car or nearby in a nearby house or Mm -hmm whatever just to have someone to call yeah you know what I mean and and help kind of get you out of a situation if you got Mm -hmm. if if one if one arose that's a really good idea um yeah I think like I mean my therapist always says this to me but like I and I think pretty much every therapist out there would say this but like when you're explaining the reasons for your breaking up it should all come from like an I perspective. Like I feel like blah, as opposed to putting blame on. Like you make me feel like blah is not the right way. No. This is how I feel in the relationship. This is what I need from the relationship. And I'm not getting it here as opposed to you, you You know, make me feel like this and you don't give me this. So I'm out. Yeah, that's not good. What examples of that? I'm trying to think of an example, like, you know, I feel very affected by your drinking or mm-hmm. I feel like your long working hours are, yeah. well, I, do you know what I mean? Whatever the thing might be. I like, feel like we don't get to spend enough time together. I feel like or, yeah, we don't exactly. share the same outlook. I feel like we're not going on the same path. I feel like, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. a statement that's a fact putting in a statement that's a fact as opposed to putting in an emotional attack is a good way of staying on a very calm level situation because bearing in mind the other person is probably going to not be expecting this or Mm. at the very least be upset that it's happening Mm. it's easier no one wants to be broken up even if even if you know you're in hell in your relationship you still don't want you know someone coming to you and being like here's everything that's wrong with you and this is why I'm leaving like that's yeah no crack Mm -hmm. And um, so, if however, you, yeah. don't lie. No, no lies. No lies. No, I don't want no lies. I don't know why I went into singing there. I don't know why TLC Listen. came through my my veins into the wow. podcast. Um, I think as well, don't lie, and also be very. I was going to say be very honest, <laughs> which is exactly what it means not to tell lies. I don't mean that. ding 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 ding. What do we have for Johnny? No, I just mean like, yes, don't tell lies and don't be like, well, I am moving to Aruba. I obviously don't tell lies. Mm. What I mean is like, 
don't be ambiguous. Like, as in, don't say, oh, you know, it's just not working out. Mm. Yeah, okay, well, what isn't working out? Because what you're going to do there is you're going to leave someone in the pitch dark. And that's not fair either. That's not a good thing to do in a breakup. No. It's not good to be like, I'm just not feeling it. I was kind of semi-broken up with before in a very vague way. And I was kind of seeing someone and, and it came to a point and he was like, yeah, no, I, we're, we're not going to talk now. Jesus. From, from now on. And I was like, why? And they were like, no, we're not going to, we're just not, we just, it's just not going to happen. And we, we can't, I can't, I can't. And I was like, okay, yeah, why? <laughs> and for freaking years, I chased the. The why. The why. Yeah. You know, and it's, it lived with me. And I, mm. even, even in other relationships, I was still like, I wonder why, you know. I wonder yeah. what happened there I yeah happened like there. I wonder what I wonder what the motivation was there yeah exactly don't, because don't leave someone high and dry with no with no reason behind a breakup no because no matter how much self-compassion and self-awareness and confidence and self-love you have if somebody leaves you with the gray area your inkling is to fill in the gap yourself and be like well what did I do and what won't I do next do that kind of way so how could I stop that from happening yeah and it's probably not a you problem it's a it's you personally it's probably a you and the other person problem as opposed to you know a singular problem that's just at your feet or at their feet so not good and it it definitely was I mean look there was there was layers to it as there is yeah with, with anything but like, you're totally right. I did fit in those gaps. Mm. And let me tell you, Andrea, I didn't fill them in with freaking compliments about myself. Do you know what I mean? No, you, no, I, I didn't. Yeah. No, I, was, I, like, I, I was like, okay, what do I have boils all over my body that I'm unaware of? Like yeah. what is going on here? Was mm-hmm. I, I was questioning loads of things. Yeah. Obviously I swiftly got over it because, you, you know, you, you have mechanisms and you move on. And it was mm-hmm. fine. But it did sit, like, I still did think back and go, I wonder like I wonder why I wonder what happened there I wonder what exactly was going through that person's mind that made them do that absolutely and don't don't do that is what I'm saying don't do that so don't lie and then don't leave it vague don't leave it no no um I think maybe there could be a tendency to veer into personal feedback shall we say <laughs> like as in I feel like you are incredibly annoying and I feel like whoa okay yeah <laughs> and I I feel like you are a dickhead or whatever you know yes. as in, don't make it very personal I think the even if it is personal and even if you are breaking up with them because they're a dickhead try and keep the focus on you as a pair yes or we the action are, yeah like this isn't this isn't going to work because you and I aren't compatible. You and I aren't yeah. that. You and I don't work because of X. And try and make it less about just shitting all over the other person because yeah. you're breaking up with them. That's tough enough. Yeah. And if you, if it was the other way around and you were the one being broken up with, yeah, you'd probably appreciate not being torn to shreds. Even mm. if maybe you deserve to be you probably would appreciate that not happening. Absolutely, because you'll look back and you'll feel like shitty about yourself if you're Hmm. dragging someone down trying to get out of something else. You know what I mean? Like that's not the way, 
that's not the way to do it mm-hmm. I think you're right I think keeping it uh, on on the on the pair is good or just keeping it on the action so like I need a relationship where I get to spend time with my partner and a lot more time than we get to spend together mm-hmm. you know as opposed to you're always working you're always on your playstation you're always at you know out the lads mm-hmm. you're always blah, blah. like that isn't the way of doing it it's as you're saying because you're always isn't a nice statement either that's another one I think Ooh, always and never yeah. always and never all mm. those kind of phrases that is not that's not a positive no. way we I think we talked talked with that before in a previous yeah. yeah oh we did remember the episode we did on how to have a good argument or how yeah. to argue always yeah. and never statements are <laughs> always and never gonna work terrible <laughs> Uh, and never a good idea yes no. yeah but you're right and I I definitely think avoiding those is um key it's good yeah another thing and probably the last thing really is now this has never happened to me but I know it has happened I I know of someone um who it has happened to was it me and, uh no actually <laughs> although someone as close to me as you are um and basically don't <laughs> don't leave things with any doubt or any gray area about the fact that you are in fact over oh no because if there is any it's I this. need time or I need we we just need a bit of a break or we need whatever no 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 it's either a breakup or it's not I agree. And there needs to be no question about future reconciliation, so shall we say. I agree more. But you know what I mean? Because yeah. if there is, if you are you're breaking up with someone, make sure that they know that they have been broken up with. I feel like you're like on the way out be like so we're definitely broken up this is so we're done here yeah so you know that we're done here don't you you? know we're broken up but again that goes back to if your conversation wasn't clear enough for that to be in the mix Mm. that's your fault well you know what I don't know because if you are trying to be if you're trying to be kind to someone and you're trying to not you know tear them to shreds like we advised and if you're trying to be trying to keep it positive and trying to keep it clean and trying you know all those things and trying to actually have a really mature adult grown-up breakup Mm. the the person that you're breaking up with might think well this is going swimmingly maybe we shouldn't break up after all and Mm. if there's any you know gap there for them to Mm. wrangle their way back in they might try and take it so I think just I don't how would you how would you do that like I mean how do you not leave it I think, I think it's very, I think it's, it's without, you can be kind without being overly, what's the word I'm looking for? Like overly compassionate. And it's not that you're not having compassion, but you don't have to cushion the blow to the point where they're confused whether you're breaking up or not. So like, you yeah. can be like, I want what's best for you and I want what's best for me. And at the moment, this is not it. Yeah, and we're that, not that working. involves us not being together. And that's just it. And I think sometimes what also doesn't help or what can feel like a nice thing to do in the moment, if your friend 
has been broken up with or has broken up with somebody and is either sad or regretting yeah not a good idea to say you never know what's gonna no it's over you're so right it's done it's it's closed door yeah and I know like anyone who listens to the podcast knows Andrea loves to sever a limb so if a relationship ends bye 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 see I don't need that leg no you might as well be on a different planet from Andrea if you ever break up with her because she will not engage no my friend I I do not I I block I hide I pretend that I honestly pretend that it never happened in in terms of my social life and my online stuff like I just pretend like you just gone gone. yeah right because I can't Um, I can't do it but on that right so a a way that it could potentially be left open-ended would be maybe if you said something like and and this could be 100% the case but Mm. you don't want to leave it ambiguous you don't want to be like well look I just need to do some work on myself or I maybe after maybe in a year when I return from Guadalajara we could get back together you know you you don't want to give any indication that there's something to hang on to there and that's not because you want to be super harsh but it's because you're saving it's not fair like you're saving the person that you're breaking up with months and months and months and months and months of potential obviously they might not pine like the person might be like yeah cool we're breaking up fantastic let's have a parade but you're potentially you might be delivering this news to someone who is still deeply in love with you and might spend months you know trying to win you back Mm. no you know with with, like with no hope of that ever happening like if Mm. you were doing the breaking up you obviously want to break up if there, if you know that that's a, like a final decision, make sure that they know it too. Um, I have been in a situation in the past where I've um things were left open ended, like it was we're breaking up now, but maybe we'll, you know, maybe something can happen in future. Yeah, and that was a killer. Let me tell you, an absolute killer. And um, hope, false hope is false hope is worse than like a definitive no. Hundred percent. And I think at least least with a definitive no, the person can move on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're not holding them in, you're not holding them like in a space and time where they're waiting for you to come back or they're waiting for a situation to change or for you to change or for them to change, whatever it is. They're just like, okay. Relationship purgatory. That's what it would be. Oh my goodness. What a great way of explaining it. That is exactly what it would be. And I think I've been there. And it's not, it's not great. No, it's not. It's not nice. Um, and there's no like baptizing someone out of relationship purgatory. You just, you know, they're gone. I think so, and I think like mind yourself in it as well, you know, because it's not nice. Even if you're absolutely dead set and you know this isn't going to work and this is what I need to do, bit of compassion for you because it's not you're you're taking the move to end something potentially that should be ended. Um, everybody in the relationship knows that, Mm -hmm. but it's still a big thing to do. So mind yourself, take care of yourself, let people around you know um that you're doing it and yeah let people what is what would you say is the worst breakup you've ever had well I don't know it's between um we're going back to the restaurant here I'm pretty pretty much the restaurant was quite close to the top Mm. the restaurant was quite close to the top I think the only other one was 
I think we did a podcast uh, solely about this, but it was when I was seeing somebody. And oh, we did do an episode all about this. We did do an episode <laughs> all about this. When mm. I was seeing somebody, and this is this is why you don't want to lie, because yeah. when we had what I thought was a very grown-up breakup, the most grown-up breakup I've ever had before in my life, very upset, there were tears, people were sad, but I walked away from it being like, this is the right thing, this is fine, and we've closure. And actually, listener, she really did. Like, I was actually surprised because yeah. I thought she was going to be in Zimbabwe. And yeah. I thought that, sorry, that's, um, people are going to be like, Zimbabwe, what? Yeah. Um, that is my, actually, I stole that from my friend Claudia, but she yeah. says Zimbabwe meaning in a bad way. Mm. So I thought Andrea was going to be in a bad way after that breakup. And actually, you were sad, but you were very, you're being accepting. so strong about it. Yeah. and very accepting, yeah. And then I found out that it was all a lie and the rug got pulled on from underneath me. And I was like, hang on, because you, if somebody gives you reasons, this is why not lying is important. If someone gives you reasons why something isn't working, you just have to take them at face value. And then you sit with that and you think, okay, that's okay. And yeah, I can see this and I can see that X, Y, Z. But then when that's gone, welcome to purgatory. Yeah. My loves in you get, do you know? Do you think we should call this episode Welcome to Purgatory? Yeah. Yeah, because you know what? The person that's dealing with the cushioning, the, the cushiony is is purging it up. <laughs> Audrey. Um, I had a final thought there that I was going to share with everyone, but I accidentally birthed 75% of my brain when I birthed my daughter. So it's gone. Okay. <laughs> Never to return. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't remember. I honestly, it was, but what was, it was, what was fabulous. Your worst breakup. Oh, um, oh yeah. Okay. So I was with someone for yeah, a significant amount of time, we'll say, mm-hmm. when I was much younger. Um, and we went on a weekend away. I think I might have said this in the podcast a long while ago, but we went on a weekend away so romantic so romantic went to a lovely place we stayed in a lovely hotel he brought me somewhere that was very sentimentally valuable to me um which I thought was incredibly romantic uh we had a wonderful time I left that weekend away absolutely glowing from the inside out I was just so happy and so in love and I got back in my car so he dropped me home or to my car I can't remember where my car was parked but he dropped me I remember him dropping me to my car and we had a kiss goodbye and he was like I love you so much blah blah grand 10 days later having not heard from him in the intervening period I was at work and he walked into my place of work with a bag of my belongings Oh, I'm going to get sick of my own mouth. Go on. <laughs> I know the story, but it still gets me. Go on. And he handed them to me in front of colleagues, in front of members of the public, in front of a friend he brought with him for moral support. Because, like, he needed moral support. He did. My he did. Needed. And handed me the bag of my belongings and walked out. And actually, I think he might have said Merry Christmas. <laughs> Because it was Christmas time. And it, it was it. Can I ask though about that Merry Christmas? Was that in like a, huh, 
make or was that a genuine like no I think he was no I think he was so shitting himself and so did not know what to say to me that Merry Christmas was the only like yeah because he obviously couldn't be like there you go I love you (laughs) or there you go babe or whatever you know so he just gave me the bag and said Merry Christmas yeah that is on that is no that is that is a lot (laughs) That is a lot to unpack. We're not going that to. Was, that was pretty bad. That was that was that was horrific. Bad. That yeah, was going from bad. the high of the high to the low of the low. Merry mm. Christmas. Here's a bag of your own shit. This isn't going to work out. Goodbye. <laughs> and like, not even here's the bag of your shit. This isn't going to work out. Just like, no, I'm not going to speak to you for 10 days after potentially the most romantic time of your life. I can you imagine the oh, the sweat that came out of me in those 10 days. I was I stopped eating. It was the only time in history I've ever stopped eating for <laughs> any reason. Like it was absolutely yeah. chronic. It was so bad, mm-hmm. so bad. Now, thankfully, that's a, a long, long enough time ago that I'm able to laugh about it. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, Jesus, no, I was no. not in, not in a good way. So well. there's some top tips about what not to do, and I, I and mm. I know we said we wouldn't do lead with that, but I think they're very important for people to understand. Please, please don't take your girlfriend away for a romantic weekend and then blank her on the way home. Like we've been together for, oh, I can't even, listen, we can't, yeah, listen. I can't even go back through it. No, don't, don't relive it. Uh, let's wrap this shit up, will we? Let's fucking put a bow on it. It's done. <laughs> put a bow on me, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, from Andrea and I, um, signing off from Zoom in our respective homes. Uh, we'll we'll chat to you next week. Uh, until next week, stay safe. Have fun. Goodbye. Bye. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.